Last time on Forever GM Presents the End of the World, Bia found herself trapped in the hallway with two space cops blocking her path to the stairs where all of her friends were headed down toward the ground level. When May and Kevin realized she was missing, they came back up to the hallway where they found themselves fighting against the two massive crocodile-looking creatures. Both Bia and Kevin were attacked by the creatures who licked a stripe up their face, creating a discolored mark and leaving them paralyzed for a few seconds. After a few good whacks from May's baseball bat, however, the creatures were subdued enough for the three to return to the stairwell, where they continued descending in search of Alphonse and the two teenagers who they had rescued. So you guys keep going. Alphonse is quite a bit ahead of you. So yep. so where where is Alphonse going? You just you just running twenty floors down, or, or or what do you want? Probably yes. Like I think I would just keep going down until something stops me, because you know it's not that easier to dive out of a tenth floor window than a twentieth. So would Alphonse have ever used the emergency stairs in the day or so that he's been here? Yes, I think he likes taking the stairs more than the elevator. So maybe he has used them before. So one thing you know is that on the fifth floor, so the way the hotel is framed, it's one of those fancy, fancy ass hotels where like, half of it is just worthless and shiny. <laughs> so it's this big old tube. And when you walk into the lobby, the lobby itself is like 120 foot high. And it has these uh, railings around it, starting on the fifth floor, going up about seven floors uh, so that people can stand and look down onto this beautiful lobby where there's the glass elevator going down the middle and there is beautiful landscaping and ponds with koi and of course the, the front desk and the attached restaurant and bar uh, mm. and like the piano area and it's very nice and so you know that starting on like the 12th floor that's where those balconies exist. But you also know that on the fifth floor, that's where the sky bridge connecting you to the convention center next door is. Ooh. Uh -huh. And you can also take escalators from that fifth floor down into the lobby. Interesting. I think if I haven't seen like other people or other monsters in this stairwell, I'm going to be like, Stairwell safe, it's dark, it's confined. These are actually things that appeal to me. <laughs> and I'm just gonna keep going. Uh and I think I'm I'm continuing to uh to drop see it would be smart to drop cheese it's behind me as little breadcrumbs for the other people to follow. <laughs> for Kevin. No, I'm just eating the cheese it's <laughs> Oh no, yeah, because you can't resist food. I, right? But I have a little handful of them. I might be leaving some crumbs. If you'd like to make a check, you can't. What is, yeah, willpower check? You can essentially make like a willpower check and you will get a negative dice because you can't resist food. Right. That would be, that would be terrible. I'm, I'm counting myself as already failing that and just not doing it, I think. Kevin is well attuned to the, uh, to the crumbs of cheeses. <laughs> nice. So maybe he can follow the crumb trail. I'm just going to keep booking it, I think. Do you want to book it all the way down to the main floor, the fifth floor? Let's go down to the to the bottom floor of here. 
or maybe a basement. I would actually love a basement, I bet. If there's if there's sub main floors and then we could like get out through a parking garage or something, that would be my jam. That's a cool idea. You do know there are basements since you've been into these stair before. Yeah, nice. Well, in that case, I'm going to maybe I'll get down to uh to there and like where that there's that little like, you know, darker area right before you get to the basements and stuff or like maybe there's some storage. Uh, and they've got one of those little swingy like you're not supposed to go this way, but you technically can little gate things there to let you know not to go down further if you don't like work here or something. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I just I'm just going to go down and wait in the little dark area down there and like peek up and wait for somebody. OK, so one thing the rules do specify is that if you're just like booking it forever, you do have to make a vitality check <laughs> to see if you can like make it or if you injure yourself in it. That uh, makes sense. So make me a vitality check. What's your vitality? It's one. Cool. So one positive. Do you have any positive or negative features that would affect running 20 floors? Uh, I am I am a brave climber, if that counts for unclimbing. Oh. Uh, and I have terrible eyesight, which means that I could I could miss a step or something. Oh, no. Don't think anything else really applies. All right. Um, so I'm going to say you'll have two positive dice and you have terrible eyesight and you're also running 20 floors which right. is a lot it's a lot so two positive and two negative that's fair all right for my positives i got a two and a six neither of which helped me nope and for my negatives i got a four and a six. Oh, so i guess my sixes cancel only one stress and uh and uh failure Okay, so you're not necessarily failing running. Like, I'm not like, oh, you forgot how to run. Uh-huh. Basically, <laughs> what it means is that you you kind of come up short. You, you start getting out of breath, and you go slower and slower, especially because you're actively eating. That takes some extra air. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so you're getting slower and slower. So you started with a really good sprint and, and your legs are getting heavy and mm-hmm. you do like miss a step and then and then you almost fall a few steps mm-hmm. and you kind of like twist an ankle a little bit. You like bang a knee. Um, you don't like hurt yourself, hurt yourself, but you do take that one point of stress okay. and you don't make it all the way down to the basement before your party catches up to you. Uh, The party does find the girl and her brother where you left her. Oh, no. She's just kind of standing there. And as you come down, uh, you hear like a a squeak and a a thump and, and... you see her and she's holding her cell phone at you. And she's like, you better get away until she sees it's you. And then she's like, Oh my God. And is visibly relieved. Nice. Amazing. And then you all can, can run further down and yeah, I'll take a vitality check from everyone. Unless are you also going all 20 floors? Are you doing something else? Uh, I'm, I'm running until I see Alphonse. Yeah. Same. Oh, let's say about the fifth floor or so. You okay. see Alphonse. So do we have to each make vitality checks? Yep. Okay. So I got one success. I got one, three, four and on my good dice. And I got one and four on my bad dice. So I canceled out the two uh, bad and I just got the one success. Okay, good. I got two, two successes and one stress. So 
you guys, I, w- I would say, especially in May, you seem like you're doing really good. The ad- adrenaline is working for you. Yeah. And and Kevin, you kind of hit your stride. Um, you can definitely sort of feel it in your knees as you keep going down and down and down the stairs. And that's where your point of stress will come from. Mm, uh, gotcha. But you're essentially keeping up with, with May. Uh, and then what about... Be, uh... I'm a little younger. I'm not 30 yet. So, <laughs> hey, I'm not 30. I'm 27. <laughs> oh, to be young again. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Bia? She, I think, only has one in vitality. Yeah. And then she also yeah. has bad legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Butt scooch maneuver. One positive dice, two negative. Okay, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. The two negatives were six. Shit, because I rolled a two and I have a one. Oh, okay. oh two stress and no success? Dark. Yeah, okay, so you're going to take two points of stress. How many points of physical stress do you have now? I'm now at three. Wow, already three points of stress. So that's not good. On the bright side, you now have one point of resistance against physical stress, so you can just cancel out one point of physical stress from now on. Okay. Okay, so you you are definitely stressed, uh, and you don't really make it. You find yourself, like, breathing really heavily. You feel a stitch in your side. Uh, Your face is getting red. Uh, Even your vision is kind of getting blurry. It is really, really hard, and you sort of are pulling the group back a little bit if you're trailing behind them a lot you'd need help to try to make it sorry i stay indoors all day (laughs) may's gonna run back up and just like it's all good and just kind of like bump up underneath your arm and kind of like side carry the rest of the way okay thank you the support is nice (laughs) um do i do i continue dragging the suitcase back well i need stuff we need stuff I mean, if you want to keep dragging, um, did you actually manage to bring any of your electronics? You said you were setting up for a stream. They would be inside of the suitcase. Yes. All right. So yeah, bump and bump. Yeah, I've been thinking that some of my stuff is probably in Kevin's car right now. <laughs> oh yeah, like my my bass guitar at least. Oh yeah, Kevin definitely doesn't have some of the stuff that I had put on my character sheet too yeah. because of the exact situation, which I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It gives us a reason to try to go for your car other than just get getting the fuck out. Yeah. So you guys keep running at about the fifth floor. Uh, the kids are keeping track fairly well. They're pretty young. Uh, it looks like both one of them, one of the girl is like, I do cross country and she's just doing great. And the boy's like, I play soccer. And, you know, he's doing okay. So- <laughs> There's no activity on God's earth more uh, exhausting than soccer. <laughs> and so at about the fifth level, uh, you, you, you come, you can start, you hear Alphonse from a bit away, um, how he's kind of like, He's munching and he's also puffing, so right. it's like munch, munch, <laughs> munch, munch. <laughs> Alphonse, is that you? <laughs> uh, wait, who are you? Wait, how do you know my name? It's me. Oh, yes, then it's me. I love it. Oh my god. No, it's Hi, an May. angel cop. No. Joke <laughs> Just about joking. That. We need to go. This whole time, it's it's been hard to tell because you had that moment of adrenaline, and it felt like maybe it was the blood in your ears. But as you've you've sort of gotten away, you do realize that 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 angel creature 
is still kind of announcing and telling people to rejoice and you can hear it sort of between the thickness of the walls or maybe it's just in your head. It's like this constant refrain from this very cheerful, terrifying individual. That's about right. And about the time that you all meet up on the fifth floor, you hear a crackle. Um, it's There's not really any intercoms in the stairwell, uh, but you can like hear it semi-muffled through the walls. Uh, and, it, and it's just uh, letting you know, all hotel members, please evacuate to the convention center located next door. Go in an orderly fashion and exit the hotel. All hotel staff members, please help guests. Okay, we cannot fucking go to that convention center. You know that the space cops nope. told them to say that. That sounds like space cop talk to me. Yeah. I mean, wait, 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 wait. What? The, what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I mean, they might be trying to gather up everyone, but honestly, that sounds like space cop. Yeah, talk. <laughs> gather up people. Can we, can we just go down to the car? I'm getting really tired of running. Yeah, we need to go, go, go. How big is? Wait, how big is the car? Can it fit everybody? Uh, yeah. Kevin has a t- two thousand and. 14 Honda CRV, I want to say. Oh, perfect. So specific. <laughs> so specific. Is it? It's blue. May says, I want to drive. And you you remember that May has never gotten her license. <laughs> never May, you cannot drive. We need to make it to my car. I was supposed to take May shooting this weekend. Yeah. My gun's in my car. Awesome. You see a little <laughs> smile on Kevin's face when he says my gun. My gun. <laughs> Honestly, there's just like this there's like this added element of enjoyment I'm getting from you playing this guy. You have <laughs> no idea. So we're heading for the sub basement uh, uh a garage thingy. Mm-hmm. You head on down to the sub basement. As you pass the fifth uh floor exit, you can hear the sounds of screaming happening out there. Uh something slams against the door uh and thuds, but doesn't try to enter it. Uh, and uh, then you just pound on down and the sounds dissipate and you go and you make your way on down to the first floor. And once again, those sounds are louder again. It seems like it's chaotic. You can still hear the intercom. Please follow the guidelines and head towards the convention center in an orderly fashion. Oh, there's no way we're following those fucking guidelines. You. And uh, and then you make you just keep going. It gets darker. You obviously see that the staff only exit uh, the little tiny sign on the little tiny chain that's not going to stop anyone, and you can easily step over it. But when you get down to the basement door, it's locked. Oh no! Uh, oh oh, geez. Does it open in or out? Like, do you have to pull or push? You'd have to pull. Damn. Oh, okay. All right, that's not that's, good. That's a lot harder. Oh, hold on. I know how to deal with this. How's that? I can blow it up. You, what? You, what? So, um, so I I learned a, I learned a trick uh from my dad uh at a young age how to blow up locks. Uh, does anyone have matches? Shit. <laughs> does it have to be a match or a lighter? Need matches. Need matches. Uh, I think we might be sol then. Yep. I have a lock picking kit. You what? You what? <laughs> I actually know how to lock pick too. But it's in my it's in my backpack, which is in the hotel room at the top. Oh of the no! Oh my no! God. Alphonse. Does anyone have a credit card and a pair of scissors? It's invasion of the space cops, and you didn't take your backpack. I I didn't think about it. I forgot about it when it was up there. I've got my Hendrix Taurus. IRL, I do. You do have your Hendrix Taurus. IRL, I do know how to open uh, uh, deadbolts at least with a credit card. So, or, or not deadbolts, the the other thing. 
I do carry a knife. Oh, I do have a. I do. I can carry a knife. If I have a credit card and a knife, I could bump it. Uh, all right. I mean, Bia is essentially you. So if you think you'd have yes, your knife I with do. you, yeah. For for various reasons, in high school, I learned how to uh, break into things. But I have four decks, so maybe maybe I should try because I think you have. This two doesn't decks. need to be an attack. It can be logic. You know, honestly, I would let you use logic because there there is like a, a memory and a, and like a puzzle component to it. There's a method to this. And uh, can I aid and add a add a positive die? Yes. So you do two positive dice for your four, and then an extra positive because May is helping you. Crimes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a fairly sturdy door, so we'll just say one. Well, no, you don't need to get stressed. I rolled a one and a two and a four. All right, yeah, all of those are underneath, uh, so you're not going to suffer any stress because I don't, I don't know how this would harm you logically. The convention center door has an acid arrow trap. No, <laughs> damn it! This hotel was made by the Umbrella Corporation. Oopsies. <laughs> Uh, but all those successes mean that you don't even damage the knife or the credit card. You don't chip off the edge. You don't break the credit card. Uh, you manage to really quickly, uh, get in and get through. I'm going to say that the credit card we used was my snack Falcon, uh, uh, frequent buyer card. (laughs) So that the thing on my equipment actually did something. Nice. (laughs) Yay. And so you, you, this particular part, it's not a super nice part. Uh, there is an actual like stairway down into the garage that it's assumed that customers will use, but this is more of the staff way. And so when you go down in here, you actually step into kind of a maintenance hallway uh, where there are several doors and they're all uh, they're all currently closed. Yeah. Oof, okay. I think that I turned to Alphonse and I'm like, you've been down here, right? I mean... Technically not in this area. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so you don't know how to get to the car? Nope. I just start walking forward. <laughs> yeah, let's... I think, like, let's just go. It'll work out. Just baseball bat at the ready. Kind of, like, spinning it a little bit in my palm and just heading forward. All right. All right. I'm into it. I'm following along. I mean, we've we've committed to this path, so we gotta we gotta go. Hey, what took you guys so long? Oh, uh, space cops. Ah, I just nod at that. Terrible, evil demon things. Yes, I I thought they were weird, like crocodile demons. Did you see my dad? Is he okay? Uh, nah, nah, he's probably not okay. But but did you see? Like, are you? You don't. Maybe you, he's hey, survived. Well, don't just just he's not he's not okay. Don't don't do that. Don't don't give her hope. The little eleven year old boy, uh, he has like short cropped hair, um, and big old brown eyes, and he, like pulls on Kevin's shirt, and he's like, "Why did our mom leave us?" I am not equipped to handle this question. I'm I, I I'm actually really good with kids. Oh, thank um, God! Yeah. I will lean down and say, "Because she's a bitch, and you need to move on from her." Oh, that's that's good with wow. kids. I am I I I am being honest here because like thinking about her for too long, it's going to only slow you down, and it's only going to make things slower. I'm going to make you feel worse about it. And honestly, right now you need to grow up. I'm so sorry to uh, to say this, but I believe in you, and I think that you can do this, and you can like it's it's time for an adventure, one that doesn't involve your mom. 
Holy uh, shit. Kevin is just like holding his head in his hands like, oh no. Would you like to do a charisma check to not horrify this child? Oh, trust me. I'm fine. I've got a four. Okay. Uh, do you have any positive or negative traits that would affect this speech you gave this child? Not really. Broke bitch and egomaniac? Well, affect <laughs> Broke bitch. Uh, I feel like egomaniac may affect you negatively. <laughs> you want, if you want to hit me that with that shirt, we could do that. We could do that. Also, are you um, going to be broke anymore okay. now that you stole her mom's money? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. Did, did you take the Gucci purse? <laughs> yeah, I grabbed along with me. All right. So you're going to have two positive and two negative. This is, I used to be a babysitter, and even with other people's kids, I did tough love. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell. So, all these numbers are different, which is good. So, the positive ones are two and four, which are under, and I got one and five, which are negative. Does that do anything? So, what you'd want is you'd want your negative dice to have the exact same number as your positive dice, because that means you don't suffer any stress. Ah, shit. So... Positive, you, the the kid and his sister, especially his sister, looked like she was maybe going to argue with you. She's like 15 years old and she doesn't, she doesn't respond well to that. Um, But you're very sincere. This is a a good point. Kevin has already jump-started the emancipating oneself from one's parents and leaving them behind to die (laughs) process. (laughs) Yeah, just, uh-huh. just straight, just going speed running, speed run, speed running on, on the speed running yeah. adulthood or adolescence. Yeah. All right, and so you are able to convince them, but you do suffer two points of of stress, um, and the stress isn't necessarily something really bad for you, um, but it's more like you feel like an asshole. I, I've used some emotional, like I've used, I've used some of my emotional resources today. Yeah, this is yeah. definitely some emotional labor you're performing for them. Yeah, um, and you also feel like you 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 might have a harder time in the future giving them this tough love if it doesn't work this time. So it is just like me. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> but you guys are able to move along. Uh, Nobody comes out of the doors, the two doors that you pass. You can hear the sound of a TV going on. It's like super muffled. You can make out like some, some vague stuff like panic cranes in the dockyards as it appears that some sort of unexplained phenomena is happening over there. Police and security forces are amassing, but we are still waiting to receive news. So there are probably people at those rooms, but nobody is stopping you. And the hallways turn and eventually they terminate in another closed door. Even knowing that Alphonse doesn't necessarily know the way, I look at Alphonse again. (laughs) Can we blow this one up? Oh, I'm just going to try opening it. I try opening it. It's locked, but it has one of those turn locks. You can just click it and open it. Oh, cool. So it's locked on our side. I relock it again. No, unlock. <laughs> we need to. So you've unlocked it and then you relock. No, I meant I open it, walk through it, oh, and then okay, push the button okay. again. Uh, 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 I was uh, like, uh, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I just stand there. All right, you won't be able to lock it behind you because it opens from well, that side. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it has like a deadbolt. So if you try to close oh, it, like you okay. try to deadbolt ah. it and then pull it, 
No. <laughs> okay, cool. So, open. Open, and immediately just a blast of car alarms hit you. There are just several car alarms. That's good. That's good. Um, You hear squealing. There's some shouting out in the distance. Uh, You can also see that there are a few bodies in the distance just on the floor. Huge blood splatters there. I close the door again. Um... (laughs) Um, uh, well, the good news is that sounded like the parking garage. We just got to do it. Yep, we got to go. It's going to be hard, I'll, but I'm we gonna just go got to do it. I'm going to go in the middle. Of the- yeah, that's fine, buddy. We got you. Just like baseball bat forward like a sword. We got you. Do you, do you know where the car is? Should we make a, a plan for how to get to it? Uh, it was on, I think Kevin's like, kind of like starts like muttering to himself, like trying to remember what he said. Okay. 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 When I was looking, I used to eat ham sandwiches, the floor H, um, and I would always get, make them when I came home from kindergarten at three o'clock. It's, uh, floor H row three. Okay. Let's, we'll just, uh, stay close to the walls and, and go slowly. And maybe if there's anything out there. It won't see us. Uh, Cindy, my question for you is, uh, how far away f- are we from floor H row three? <laughs> well, if you go alphabetically, <laughs> H is not the first floor. Nope. But it's not the last. It's not the last. <laughs> it's not the last. <laughs> what I'll say is that it's one of those parking garages that is halfway, you know, halfway underground and halfway above ground because they want to have enough spaces for everyone to show up and to use the con- and it's a, a partially for the convention center next door as well. Uh, so let's say that it's about 10 floors above ground and like three floors from the bottom. What's H A B C D E F G H? Uh, that's Eight, so you're looking at the fifth floor if we start three floors down. So you have five floors to go up to. Uh, you also know that there is a valet area where valet parking cars are. Oh. And you'd be at, actually it should be like the fourth. And you know that you're like at floor C right now. You're not all the way at the bottom. Okay. I, yeah. And and the, the, the valet cars were on which floor? They're on floor D, so they're one floor up because they're right near the entrance. One floor up, okay. Well, we could take that lady's Lexus. Ooh, yeah, because it's probably in the valet. But we don't know. But we don't know where she parked, though. All right. Well, I'm going to run. Uh, I'm just going to run around pressing the button on the keys. <laughs> yeah, press the like the honk honk button. Well, but it's so loud in here, we might not even wait, hear wait, it. Wait, 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 guys! Why don't we ask the kids? Yeah, where the oh, fuck did right. your parents park? Um, like there was a valet. Oh my okay. god! You're right. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so we don't know. Usually, what we do is when we go out, like we just go down in the lobby and we tell the people at the desk, and then the valet brings it out, and then we walk outside, and our cars there. Yeah, we know how valets work, kid. Okay, like you asked.
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Forever GM Presents The End of the World. As always, if you are enjoying the show, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review on whatever platform you're using to listen, or just tell some of your friends about the show. It really does go a very long way in helping new listeners discover us. If you want to keep up with us, you can find us on Twitter at ForeverGMPod, that's with the number four, or you can find our website at www.forevergm.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for more End of the World.